0: Hello everyone, welcome to the next episode of the Chillin' with Dylan podcast. I'm your host Dylan and I'm so excited to bring to you today our next uh, topic in the series. Uh, And this is about exchanges and a lot of stories that uh, a group of us, a group of friends from all across the world have had with our exchanges. Um, This is the rest of the team behind the Chillin' with Dylan podcast series. Me, I'm your host Dylan, I'm living in Wellington, New Zealand, and the next person you should get to know is Yun.
1: Hey everyone, I'm Yan. I'm from Toronto, Canada.
0: Hi everyone, my name's Guy, I live in Auckland, New Zealand.
1: Hi guys,
2: yeah.
0: my
1: name is Miriam, I am from
3: Toronto, Canada, it's nice to meet you all.
4: Hey guys, this is Adam, back again from Sydney, Australia.
3: And I'm Irene from Melbourne, Australia.
0: Okay, welcome to the show everyone. Thank you so much for joining us. It's actually been um, such a struggle and mission to actually get this audio set up because we've got like three countries and about five cities between us and all the different time zones. So it's actually a miracle that this is up and running. So yeah, thank you for listening in everyone. We'll get started by first explaining what is an exchange. Just conscious that not everyone may have gone to university who's listening to to this. You may be at school, like high school or primary school, or I don't know, maybe you don't know what an exchange is, what's the big deal. But uh, by the end of this uh, podcast, you will know exactly what it is and why it's so great and why we rave about ours all the time. Basically, uh, exchanges, um, another term is studying abroad. It's for university students who want to have a different experience in their university uh, journey so your home university might be in a certain city but for about a semester or maybe two semesters a year you can go to another country and city and university and study there for that period of time usually you uh, don't have to pay the same the same fee they pay in the new university so you pay your home university's fees um, and that's good another, another reason it's good is that often for most exchanges it means your grades aren't actually transferred or recorded to your academic transcript back home. So it gives you a lot of free license to do a lot of things you don't usually do back at home at your home university. And that leads to a lot of great memories, experiences, friendships, and stories, which we are about to share through this awesome group of people who have all met at some point through an exchange, or it's been a big part of our life journey and friendship journeys yeah so that's a brief overview um so uh adam was it you you you're gonna give an overview about your side of the story my side of the story well uh look i
4: i think you guys have already heard my voice enough on this podcast i think it's better to hand it off to irene irene would you like to do the honors
3: okay i will give it a shot um so all of us met Um, everyone except for Dylan, back at the start of 2016 uh, at the National University of Singapore. So you could probably tell from the start, we're from three different countries and we just happened to all meet going on exchange. Um, Sorry, I don't know what to say. (laughs)
2: Um, So as Irene said, we all met on exchange and I think exchange for all of us um, meant something different. Um, We had different experiences, but for somehow during, I don't know, it was university meetings or the orientation. Like there was this orientation on at NUS that yeah, we I think did it was like a, where we met.
5: A question was just about welcoming to all of the people. To a work.
2: welcoming thing. Yeah. So like I met Irene at uh, when we moved into our residence. Um, so we all met each other at different points in time. And yeah.
4: So we all we all sort of met back in 2016, um, as Irene has said at the start of our exchange. It was back in January over to May, which is technically around winter time ish for Singapore. But that's if anyone has been to Singapore, you know that there is no winter. It's always really really hot and humid. So as I'm sure coming from Canada or even from Australia for Irene, it's it's quite a big change of how hot and humid that was. But um, how we all met was we actually met through individual connections so i believe jan and mary already knew each other before from toronto so i knew guy from back in new zealand and how did we meet you irene
3: so i think jan mary and i met i think because we all stayed at the same accommodation which was pgp Adam, I feel like I had heard of you through people because I think you just were quite a social butterfly at the start. I think I'd heard of you. And then I think we officially met when we had planned to do a trip to Thailand. Was that the first time or yes, potentially that was it was at an, an orientation event as well? And Guy notoriously met all of us at the airport on the way to Thailand, so he was (laughs) a fun addition to the group.
4: Yeah, yeah, that was sort of the main, the first time that we all met up, but also Guy and Dylan have had their own sort of exchange experiences, right?
0: Yes, actually, speaking for myself and Guy, we've had two exchange experiences, and for me, I went on my first exchange uh, in 2016. It was to UCLA, the best place on earth, some would say. I'm really passionate about that. For all my friends listening, yeah, I got it in there. So that was towards the end of 2016. And for one semester or quarter, they do a quarter system. Um, In the US, for a lot of unis, it's actually three quarters in one year and uh, i did another exchange in italy which was at the university of bologna in northern italy in a city called bologna famous for being named similarly to bolognese yeah that's my summary and, and that was in 2018 towards the end of 2018 and i had a great time for both and this sort of links in with guy his second exchange was also in uh, a similar time wasn't it guy yeah so, we
5: also went to Europe together. So, I went to um, <laughs> the University of College Dublin, which is in Ireland, Dublin. But well, before then, Dylan and I traveled Europe for a bit before our semester started.
0: About two weeks and a bit of Asia as well. Um, oh, yeah. Because, true. yeah, what happened was uh, I think we left in August 2018 and there was a bit of time for our you know, university to study. Started, I liked study. So, so, spent a couple of weeks traveling together. Yeah, and and then split off to separate exchanges in different parts of Europe, and so yeah, like that's kind of everything. All our experiences summarized, it covers a couple of continents: Europe, US, Asia, and yeah, like, that's and countries as well. So. Hopefully we have a broad mandate to speak on behalf of every single person that has ever studied abroad and gone an exchange. I'm pretty confident on this. More confident than the other topics that we'll speak about throughout this podcast. (laughs) That was just an introduction of what we've all been on and what got us to this point. We all met through our universities. I I met uh, Guy and Adam through the University of Auckland where we studied together and Jan and uh, Mary, they knew each other from the University of Toronto and exchange was what sort of brought this group together because I randomly joined a trip that the other five were planning and and got to know the other people throughout their trip. That was to Japan and Korea, but there's too much to say in a short amount of time. So we'll just go into the actual guts of it. We just want to share a bit about what our favourite memories were for our exchange from our individual experiences. There's a lot, so... Who wants to start? Um, yeah. I can start. I can start. Yes. I can start.
1: So one of the great things about going on exchange is you live really close to each other. So it's super convenient to just meet each other downstairs, go out together, come back together, and just go explore together. One of my favorite memories was definitely living in the same residences, like Irene and Mary. Um, sometimes we would cook together, just like hang out late at night. It's not something that it's as easy to do when you're living at home and far away from your friends so just being able to be with your friends at any point in time was definitely one of my favorite memories and moving into the dorms together because singapore is a hot place there's a lot of like cockroaches and bugs and i remember the first time first night being there there was a cockroach in mary's room and we were freaking out like <laughs> like like girls and we 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 didn't know how to get rid of it so we had to go downstairs and ask the security guard to come upstairs and get rid of it for us <laughs> That was definitely a, a highlight and a great start to exchange.
5: Yeah, so I guess picking back off um, Jan's point where everyone's so close, I think one of the best things is you have, like a, I guess, a wide range of people you do meet. Um, and one of my uh, favorite memories is that when we have games night, so a big party of us, I think it was like 10 to 15, um, we'd all meet out with someone's dorm and then play a bunch of different board games. Um, Dixit definitely was a new one for all of us, so we all kind of enjoyed. But yeah, just the uh, small moments, where you know, kind of suppose Time with each other.
1: Foosball was definitely uh, the oh, highlight yeah, was of that night.
5: True, <laughs> competitive at all. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, your most thing was um, you
3: <laughs> We did have Australia versus New Zealand at one point. I think. Oh, we,
0: that this is yeah. this is, that was probably the prelude to the previous <laughs> chilling with Dylan uh, podcast episode <laughs> about <laughs> New Zealand versus Australia. The rivalry continues. <laughs> Any other memories and experiences that were favored, people liked?
2: I I think I'll go next. Uh, For me, because exchange was the first time that I actually traveled solo, I think the entire memory of exchange is something that, you know, I'll cherish. And so there's small things in there. But if I were to pinpoint one particular memory, um, that I really enjoyed about exchange. I would say it was this day trip that we did in Singapore to Gardens by the Bay. It was, we explore that area. If you ever go to Singapore, you have to go to Gardens by the Bay and also have Sauté by the Bay. You cannot miss that. So that whole day was something that I really enjoyed. It was with everyone. Unfortunately, Dylan was not there because he's not living on exchange, but it was with everyone else, Guy, Irene, Adam, Yun, and myself. And it's actually one of the most, um, I think, if you were to look at a day, it was one of the like best days I would say I've had so far.
0: Yeah. That, yeah. that was really memorable. I wish I was there now. Eh?
5: <laughs> <laughs> I just remember one of the uh, parts of that day was like, near a waterfall. And I was trying to do- replicate a, um, what's it? The, the, the Titanic scene. Like, oh, Titanic thing. Oh, <laughs>
4: Titanic. And then we tried to lift each other yeah, up try to, Yeah, I tried to, so.
5: yeah.
3: Oh, yeah.
4: Almost slipped on the way down. Yeah,
3: I'd have to echo everyone else's experiences. I think they all bring back really great memories. I guess in addition to sort of the everyday interactions that we got to have, I think something that stands out from exchange is just like the nights out. I think Singapore is such a great place just to enjoy nightlife and I think some people might not necessarily associate that with Singapore given you know it's got quite a reputation for being you know maybe a little bit stricter than other countries but the nightlife in Singapore is fantastic especially if you are um, I guess don't know if it's unfortunate or, or fortunate especially if you are female So every Thursday or Wednesdays or Thursdays, there would be ladies night Oh Yeah, Wednesdays (laughs) and Thursdays for some some places. There would be what they call ladies night where I guess if you are a lady, you could enter for free. So there was no cover charge and oftentimes they would offer free drinks as well. So I know it sounds a bit shallow, but those sorts of memories definitely (laughs) do stand out. I think they're really good bonding opportunities for us as well. And it's such a sign of the times, like I guess us being in our early 20s, you know, just enjoying, enjoying exchange for what it was.
0: Yeah, back but in the day and I were still nineteen back then, right? For a bit of it,
5: twenty twenty.
0: revealing roughly what our ages are now. That was twenty sixteen. Obviously, we still talk about it now, um, five years on, which means we had a great time. And so, yeah, just shout out free advertising for the Singapore clubs if you guys are still alive post COVID. All right, is is that everyone or Adam? Adam, go.
4: Yeah, I guess just building off of what Irene said, those those ladies' nights, even though, you know, as a guy, you still have to pay full price, um, it's still really fun because you got to go with some of your best friends, your best mates. But actually, some of my favorite parts was at the beginning of the night, sort of like pre drinks, we went to this place called Jimmy's. I'm sure that's not the official name. If you Google it, you probably won't find it. But if you know, you know that sort of place where people can just go for really cheap drinks. It was like eight dollars for a bit, six seven dollars for bit, which is really cheap or even less than that was that three quite. bucks wasn't it <laughs> three bucks okay <laughs> no, it's cheaper than i even remembered it was so good and as a poor student you know if you can get cheap alcohol anywhere that is really really good and that's sort of where we played a lot of drinking games and bonded together a lot um like cheers to the governor um shout yes. out to the canadians for that um but yeah
1: it's
2: <laughs> it's,
4: it's a great great time
2: I think one more thing that was very special about exchange was the food in Singapore. Mm -hmm. That was really good. Um, If you ever go to Singapore, you have to try the spicy
4: chicken.
2: Yeah. (laughs) And for me, I think because like I eat halal, so for that's restrictions. So for me, I enjoyed Singapore a lot because almost everything was halal there. So food was something really memorable.
3: (sighs) Yeah. Yeah, If we had to pick one dish that we all miss or our most memorable dish, what would it be?
2: I think McDonald's McChicken spicy McChicken, <laughs> chili crab, you got, you got. chili oh, yeah. crab, yes. i uh, would
5: also I like to echo Mary's one because in New Zealand they had a special where they had them look spicy, but it was not the same. It was disappointing, <laughs> to say the least.
3: <laughs> With curly fries, I think for me yeah. it has to be Yong Tau food. It was my favorite.
4: <laughs> I have to second that. I was just gonna say because you don't get that outside of Singapore. <laughs>
3: it's so good. And also but, loved Little India. Just a lot of the stalls there were like delicious.
4: Yeah. 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 I on to
3: th- that. Fresh fruit juices.
4: Oh, so
2: cheap. $1 fresh fruit juices.
4: Yeah. For, for those of you guys who don't know what Yong Tofu is, it's basically like a DIY hot pot where you can get a whole bunch of different raw ingredients, veggies, meat, tofu, whatever, and they'll cook it for you on your behalf. And then they'll put it in a soup broth, which is normally really, really nice. What about you, Dylan? You had a fairly different exchange experience. Um, tell us a little bit about that.
0: Yeah, I think my favorite memory is going to be a collection of memories, and it's too long to share every single one in this short session. But I think the general theme for me is travel. Just I love the travel aspect of my exchanges. I definitely out of all people made the most of that opportunity. Uh, everyone knows from all that I've shared on like social media, but yeah traveled throughout the US when I was studying there and then also when I was in Italy used that as an opportunity to travel all throughout Europe for like ages through most of the countries with friends and sometimes by myself, I liked a bit of both. and then I also used that, those opportunities to go all around the rest of the world as well. So that's my favorite memory or set of memories. But um, yeah, that's that's a lot of good things about exchange. The next thing I'd like everyone to get thinking about is uh, what are your least favorite memories? And maybe not everyone wants to share this, but I definitely have one that I have in my mind that comes to the fore. I'll let you guys go first. Whoever has something to start us off with, so why don't you just start us off, Dylan? Oh, <laughs> this is gonna be dramatic. Okay, hear me out. I want to paint a picture this is 2016 we're talking about a lot of crazy things happened around the world and i just happened to land in the us in los angeles yeah in the second half and i was looking forward to that time period because i was 20 at the time and i was about to turn 21 in the middle of my exchange i was looking forward to celebrating with my friends and everything had um a lot of plans yeah in place uh happened to be in november and the only thing was that, like, really momentous occasion of history happened. I guess basically the day before my twenty-first birthday, the U.S. election happened <laughs> on November the eighth, and it was it was wild and uh, chaotic because it kind of took a lot of people by surprise, especially in California where I was. And um, it was it was like a massive shock to everyone, including me. I'm not going to go into politics in this podcast too much, but people were so sad and crying the night before my birthday and and also to top it off i had to pretty much do like a closer all-nighter thing because i had an assignment due on my birthday like in the morning and i was, and in ucla you can spend you can spend the night camping out at the um library <laughs> so uh i had to like stay up to 3am celebrated my birthday my 21st at the library while well, there were like just riots and uh helicopters whizzing around you know people protesting students and all that it was just kind of just crazy and and i was like wow so this is my life and i'm making it sound better than it is but <laughs> I had a good time partying doing karaoke and a few things Did k-barbecue on my birthday and that made it a bit better but fun times <laughs> someone top that please
5: uh, I'll go, but it's quite less dramatic. Uh, my one's more of a, you know, a drunken antics is kind of like, I guess, my least favorite memory. One of those instances when um I thought climbing up a coconut tree would be a great idea. Before that, I would never try co- climbing a coconut tree, had no intention of like, As ever wanting to. Um, but yeah, so I think one, one night uh, we were out and um, yeah, we were near um the beach in the. Sentosa. Sentosa, that's the one. Um, and there was a pump, like a coconut tree there. Um, and then, yeah, I decided to mount that tree. Um, and then I think I did manage to go all the way out, but then it was like climbing down was a harder part. And so what I kind of ended up with is um, the next day I woke up with um, a swollen ankle, twice the size of the other one. No, no real recollection of how that happened, but you know, made it home and it was great. did mean that uh, my biking trip the next day was a bit of a misfortune, but you know, pushed through it.
3: So what exactly had happened to your ankle? Had you like sprained it or... I think I was just swollen,
5: so I just think I, I think I just jumped off. Like as soon as I got to the top, I was like, "Well, this is me."
4: <laughs> so <laughs> I can provide a bit of backstory to that because I was with guy earlier on that that night, and then somewhere somewhere along the way, guy just disappeared. I was like, "You know what? He's a grown man. He's a grown adult, 19 years old, I guess. Um, but he can take there care of himself." Yeah. So I I went off home, and then didn't see him again until the next day, and then apparently what happened was guy was asking some of his friends and or like some people that he's never met before. And they said, Hey, you're the guy that climbed up the tree. So I, I don't even know how much recollection you have of that guy.
0: Um,
5: I do remember meeting other people, but I don't remember. Yeah. You know, I, I do remember coconut trees being there. I remember being on the beach. Yeah. So <laughs> two and two only makes sense. Right.
4: Yeah. That makes sense. Um, I guess for me, a little bit, a little bit of a downer on the note, but it's it's a very real part of exchange. Which uh, sometimes you'll really miss family, miss home, or you get a little bit lonely because you just don't have as many people around you. Um, I remember I felt this the most during uh, Chinese New Year's in 2016, where most of my friends have either went on holiday, they're going travelling, or any of my local friends are spending time with their family, and because of a visa issue um, before I couldn't actually go anywhere. So I just sort of chilled out in Singapore, which is not too bad, but it does get a bit lonely sometimes. So that's something to keep in mind before coming on to exchange, something to be aware of as well.
0: That's a uh, very nice insight. Yeah. It, it is hard being away from home so long. Um, I get you there Adam, for sure. I think yeah. Mary's <laughs> going
2: next. Oh, yeah. Yes least favorite memory uh, it's a collection of memories but i took computer science while i was on exchange and uh, i don't think that was the best decision but do not take computer science when you're on exchange it was interesting but because of that there was a lot of like stressful days where you had to like finish assignments or stay up late so i think for me that was a pretty painful memory to remember or recall
5: i mean i have to like uh, want to Uh, you know defend computer science as like an engineer but um no no no
2: offense (laughs) to computer science here but just don't take it on exchange like i just felt like (laughs) yeah don't take it on exchange unless you Uh... are from a computer science background i personally wasn't so for me it was first two weeks were a glide and then after that it was oh god it was like a slap in the face
0: as as in uh someone who did an engineering degree i did a computer science course during exchange at UCLA and I loved it because it was easy because I did like a real basic one <laughs> um, but yeah I guess yeah. that subject is not for everyone and that's fine that's all good yeah yeah. I agree I think one final note
5: is kind of like when you go on exchange I think you need to kind of know what your purpose is when you want to go there like I think there's so many different reasons why people want to go but if you are going there for mm-hmm. I guess the fun aspects definitely try and find papers that are less stressful, because I also did a made a wrong mistake of doing an honours math class, and yeah, it was not a fun time. Lots of a
0: late night to understand anything.
2: <laughs> well said, well said.
0: So that was why. That's what Guy says.
1: <laughs> um, so I don't really have the least favourite memory, but I can share maybe my biggest regret, um, which is not travelling yeah. enough while, I'm, oh. while I was on exchange. So I went to a few places with uh, some of the Some of the folks here, but definitely could have traveled a lot more, especially being in Southeast Asia. Everything's convenient, close by, a lot cheaper than flying across the world. Um, So, yeah, if anyone's ever going on exchange, definitely take advantage of long weekends, holidays. uh, Go as many places as you can.
0: Yeah especially i'd just like to add with the current covid pandemic season i mean yeah hopefully we assuming this will be over soon and you know if you are lucky enough to be able to do it afterwards whenever the future time is for that make the most of it because yeah with covid as it showed us you really have to make the most of every opportunity and time that you get because it might be taken away real suddenly and that's the same with me uh (laughs) I regretted when I was in uh, UCLA, living in California for like entire uh, half a year, not making it over to Yosemite, the really beautiful national park, which everyone else I think in this call has gone to. And yeah, yeah maybe one have. day. Great time. yeah. yeah. yeah.
1: You definitely missed oh, wow.
0: it on that one, Dylan. I <laughs> yeah. know. I that know. That was a memorable one. One day, yeah, yeah. Like literally gone to literally every other place in the world, but the one place. Um, that matters, unfortunately. That's my biggest regret, and I'll just leave it there. So, what I'll was... go next
5: for uh, the biggest regret. I think um, I agree with Jan not traveling enough, but I think also um, one thing that I did end up doing was we, because he travels a lot with the exchange friends, because um, it's easier to do, uh, and everyone has the same mindset. I guess knowing the local culture wasn't really as much of, of what I did do and what I experienced. And when I say I've went I stage to Singapore, I can't talk about traveling outside of Singapore, which isn't really the best thing to do. So um, yeah, I guess learning more about culture within Singapore and uh, what makes a difference would have been a biggest regret not knowing.
0: Um, Irene, did you have any thoughts? <laughs> I haven't heard any. From you for a while.
3: Yeah, I can mirror everyone else's sentiment regarding not traveling enough. I still regret not going to the Philippines, for example. That's a place that I've been wanting to go to for ages. And I think that would have been the perfect opportunity to go. Um, And there were quite a few people in our exchange cohort that went and had an amazing time. So that's definitely up there. I think another regret, maybe not a regret, maybe just, yeah, a least favorite memory. It sort of links with ladies' night and travel. So, two things that have already been mentioned today. <laughs> but essentially, I was out one night and I don't know what happened. I think there was a slippery patch, but like people were out on the dance floor and I felt my knee just like buckle beneath me. And I just, like, couldn't put any pressure on it. I was feeling so much pain. And I was just thinking, oh, my God, what just happened? Because, mind you, I was wearing shoes that had the tiniest heel. Actually, Yun and Mary had the same shoes because we all bought the same ones. And, um, yeah, I just... I don't know what happened. My knee was just really sore. I couldn't put pressure on it. Ended up hobbling home that night. And the next morning, I just realized that I couldn't, I couldn't walk on this knee. So I quickly went to the health center on campus and the doctor sort of just said, yeah, you dislocated it. So it's going to be a little bit swollen for the next few days. You know, just try not to put pressure on it or move it. But the other side to the story was that I was actually meant to be flying out to Hong Kong like five days after that happened. So I was literally bedridden for five days, hoping that my knee would heal. And luckily, by the time it was time to go, I was able to walk on it and put a bit of pressure. So it all worked out in the end. But at the time, I just remember freaking out and just thinking, oh, my gosh, do I have to cancel my trip to Hong Kong? Because I was meeting some friends from Australia there. But yeah, that was definitely, I would say, maybe a regret. Maybe regret wearing those shoes, maybe regret dancing in that particular area. <laughs> but <laughs> overall, it was not the best memory, but all turned out for the best.
0: Wow. That, that, that definitely is a story. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, that that's one of the injuries. And you can relate, <laughs> Guy, can't you? Um, exactly. <laughs> yeah. What other regrets did everyone have?
2: I, I have one more. I think I agree with what Jan said and what everyone said, that not traveling enough in retrospect with COVID happening. Um, who would have thought a pandemic would happen? But I think I also did not travel with a lot of different groups. So I think now that I think about it, I think that could be a little regret because I didn't really open myself as much as I, I think I should have. So not that I don't love this exchange group, but it's something that I didn't. I felt like if, I didn't explore as much.
4: If you're sick of us, Mary, you can just let us know.
2: No, I'm not sick of you guys. How can I be sick of you guys? <laughs> was five years past exchange, but I'm just saying it's something that I feel like I should have done more and I can still do, but like to kind of travel and also travel with different types of people because that builds experiences for, for an individual
0: Yeah, I guess on that note, there's like traveling in many different um, contexts, you can travel outside of an exchange. And you know, you're going with your friends, family or by yourself. And it's a different experience when you've just like landed in your new country, say Singapore, Mm -hmm. or Italy, or wherever. And then two weeks later, you're flying over to some other country with these strangers that you barely met one or two weeks ago and it's like insane like what sort of experience that brings about and the memories it creates and that's the unique thing about when you get to travel during an exchange
2: absolutely and i think one more thing is i never traveled solo which i think i should have done so dylan has done a lot of that and that's also a regret is not traveling just by yourself soul searching yeah
0: I'm I'm a bit crazy. I find it real relaxing for the soul, and grow out my hair to shoulder length just for the aesthetic <laughs> um, when I travel, like solo, whatever. But yeah, it is also um just uh, I was lucky. I mean, going to the places I went to kind of got to be careful sometimes traveling solo. You know, especially if you're female, mm-hmm. it's a uh, lot of uh, pros and cons. And would encourage it once the opportunity starts again for those that want to.
3: Can I just say something around the traveling solo part? So I follow this YouTuber who she travels solo all the time because I guess it's part of her job. But she said something that really resonated with me in one of her videos saying that, you know, she she pretty much wrote a list of all the places that she wanted to see in her lifetime. And she realized that if she were to depend on traveling with other people to see those places, she wouldn't she wouldn't be able to feasibly visit mm-hmm. them all. So I yeah. think that's mm-hmm. such a good case for, you know, solo traveling. If there's a place you want to see, don't rely on other people yep. to go yeah. out and see it because... <laughs> you might never get the opportunity if you don't, you know, take the chance to go by yourself. So. Mm-hmm. Exactly.
0: Exactly. Actually, you never well know said, well when said. that pass. You're only young once YOLO and you're fit and strong and got the energy too. And maybe time and money. If you're thinking about it, you've got to do it. Yeah. Just so you don't have That's regrets my, like but. us. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. Don't yeah. have regrets.
0: <laughs> no regrets whatsoever. Just, just be practical and stay safe. And, um, there's all, all sorts of stuff. Seize the um,
2: opportunity in an exchange.
0: Yes.
4: Well, how about enough of the negatives? What, what about some of the biggest lessons that everyone's learned? Mary, would you like to share yourself? off? I feel like you're always very wise and you always have a couple of, of good tips. Oh, God.
2: I appreciate it. For me, I learned to be, I think Yan can also attest to this. Uh, She's seen me kind of grow over the years because we've been friends since like the first day of orientation from university. So Yan can see me grow. I don't think I've had major changes, but like I've evolved slowly. Um, In exchange for me, it was my first solo trip, Um, not traveling with family, not traveling with like brothers, just by myself. So for me, that was definitely kind of getting out of my shell Uh, traveling on trips with friends for me that I've never done that before. So it was definitely broadening um, my mind meeting new people, new experiences. I definitely think when I came back from exchange, I definitely, I think became a different person. I tried to seize more opportunities, not be so introverted and kind of like consumed to my day to day day to day life. With COVID now it's kind of Changed, but that's why I think for us exchange is so memorable because of that very reason. I think that's one of the the biggest things I've learned. Even if I haven't solo travel, I think it was it was a way of soul searching, but with other people, other experiences. And I'm actually so glad that I had Yan with me, so it was also like almost having a sister along. So I wasn't completely alone, but I bonded with Yan. I also learned that Yan can see the worst and the best. <laughs>
1: Yeah, and Mary has definitely gotten better at directions since uh, traveling. Yes, yes!
2: <laughs> I can't be relied on. Not as good as Yen, but definitely better.
1: Yeah, yes. I would definitely say um, if, if you haven't had a chance to move away for university and live on your own or take care of yourself, like, exchange is definitely one of the... Other alternatives that you can consider, just a few months away from home, but you definitely learn to take care of yourself, cook yourself, do your own laundry, and you know, just meet friends on your own, step out of your comfort zone, away from your family and everyone that you know. But yeah, we were lucky, Mary. we had each other, going to a different country and also meeting new friends together. And now we're, you know, doing these podcasts together. <laughs> Who would have known?
2: Who would have known? Oh. And, and we do daily Skype calls. I mean, monthly Skype calls. Not daily, that would be too much. But monthly Skype calls. And it's been like five years since we've met. So I think exchange really brings and helps you meet like really amazing people that you wouldn't meet otherwise if you didn't kind of step out of your comfort zone.
0: Yeah, oh, 100% agree. Oh, uh, that's so sweet. Um, that's probably the <laughs> sweetest thing I've heard all day all year biden's up um covered pandemic times but like and i'm glad that mary thinks we're all so amazing i saw I- irene we have a zoom call for this podcast and irene heart reacted oh maybe you Adam? can find
4: the recorded video on youtube Just-
0: <laughs> <laughs> if um, people are demanding it then then we may have to well this might make a feature
2: yeah we'll, feature.
4: we'll yeah, see yeah you. yeah Yeah. um i was i was just really agreeing with mary's point to me exchange is about like the people that you meet and it sort of just broadened my eyes as to how big a world how wide a world there is how many different types of people especially if you're going to a country on exchange that's that has a culture that's vastly different to your home country just being in there immersing yourself in that trying something new one of the things when we were in Thailand, we tried insects. That's crazy. You wouldn't find that in Australia or New Zealand. So it's definitely about getting out of your comfort zone and going out there and seeing how many different possibilities there are out there.
3: I want to heart react what everyone has said so far, <laughs> because I a hundred percent agree. I think exchange is such a unique experience and I think there's a reason why there is that saying that says did you even go on exchange if you don't talk about exchange all the time or something like that
0: or <laughs> post like a hundred uh, instagram throwback
3: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, <laughs> yeah, it's such an impactful experience and I think only those who have experienced it can actually attest to it I guess but I think something that I learned is for me personally going to Singapore on exchange I didn't know anyone from my uni that was going it was my first solo flight so um it was quite a daunting experience to start off with but I think I just learned to not again not be afraid to experience new things step out of your comfort zone but also just to back yourself I think sometimes you're more afraid of the thought of it but then when you're actually in it like you're fine and you're able to thrive so um Yeah, and I think that also comes through with traveling as well, like traveling with people, traveling by yourself, visiting new countries where things might not be, you know, the same as back home. I think just the ability to adapt and yeah, I guess make the most out of those types of situations. But the people as well, like can't really go past that. Like the people that you meet on exchange are just amazing and oftentimes have quite similar values, um, which is really nice and also enables you to sort of keep that international network going because there are people that we still keep in contact with from like five years ago that i'm sure we'll end up meeting at some point in the future so yeah
5: yeah nothing really much to add i'll uh, just say yes um you know like how i met these guys or literally i met them in the flight out to uh, thailand so you know always just take the opportunity if it does come your way and then deal with it as a really interesting moment is like when we all went ahead uh, and traveled down to um, taipei and none of us could speak mandarin and so you know it's an interesting time and experience you never can kind of like replicate that kind of experience i guess with other people um but yeah just say
0: yes just say yes that <laughs> is the motto that is the ethos um i guess in one line uh, of exchange from all of us um to wrap up for me i think echo and agree with what everyone has said I did two uh, exchanges and what I found um, often I get asked which was your best um, exchange which one did you enjoy more and I don't have an answer there's no best one they were both unique experiences and I'm sure a guy who also did two would say the same you get so much out of every opportunity can't just say if you did your exchange with us we'd be your favorite just say there's a small story where I almost ended up joining you guys I, I did uh, coming to Singapore in 2016 instead of uh, LA and that would have changed everything so who knows For me yeah, like uh, the best thing I learned was just um, how to be myself and you know you really find out who you really are once you uh, take yourself out of the environment that you know you've been in for so long and for those who you know mm-hmm. grow up go to university, all in the same city and country, to go to a completely different place, country and culture. It really changes things and your outlook on what other people are like, opens your world, opens your mind. And also to yourself, like you, when you see how different you are to others, but also how um, everyone has the same sort of basic things. We're all humans and people around the world are just the same, speak different languages. And you you can just literally be the best version of you. Um, that's what i found and you don't got no parents or anyone telling you what to do which is a good thing or could <laughs> be a I bad like, thing
2: and i like to add one more thing dylan i think exchange was not what we expected but it's something that we i think all really needed so yeah.
0: it never it was, is uh yeah what you expect
2: yeah it's ne- but, never is what you expect but it's much needed i think
0: yeah and i think for all of us maybe it just came at just the perfect time. Uh, at least your first exchange experience um, for us back in 2060. that was definitely a formative time of our lives. Yeah. Very, very early 20s and yeah, figuring out everything about life and what we want to do, who we are. So, yeah, uh, recommend it to anyone if you get the chance uh there will probably be more podcasts coming up uh in this series uh it was chilling with dylan these might center more around travel and just things that might be related to our exchanges and what we've gained out of that and you're gonna hear a lot more about these guys in this call uh in the future um it's an amazing bunch of people and we can't wait to share everything else that we want to talk about in this show with that um we hope you, the listeners, are having a great day, wherever you are listening to in the world. Thank you so much uh, for your support. And yeah, you have just uh, enjoyed and listened to another episode of Chillin' Worth. Dylan. That was cool. We did it last time with just one person, but five more people. Is- Clearly that wasn't rehearsed. <laughs> 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 All right. <laughs> yeah. Very budget. There's no like jingle. <laughs> <At this point. laughs> now anyways all right from us bye everyone have a great time uh, wherever you are yeah